0: you are here because he believed God you are here because he accepted the challenge he started in a group at the house and it has now turned into a powerful church and all because we worship, we worship you, we worship, we worship, we worship, we worship, we worship you. Yes, Lord. Santo tu eres, te alabamos, te glorificamos, te santamos. Bueno tu eres, we glorify you, Lord, we glorify your holy name, O God. We thank you, Jesus, for what's taking place, O God. Santo tu eres, Santo tu eres. Let us, let us play the music. Let us play the song again. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Let us worship. There is a flow of the Holy Spirit. Come on, let's sing, church. Yo, eh. Yo, eh. Yo, eh. Yo, eh. Yo, eh. Yo, Yo, eh. Yo, there is a sweet aroma in this place There is a sweet, tangible presence of the Lord in this place God is so good, we worship you Lord We worship you, we worship you Yes,
1: I want to go far.
0: I want to go beyond. I want to go right into the throne room where all crowns come to nothing and we worship God for who he truly is. Thank you, Jesus. Atrae mi corazón. Atrae mi corazón. Wow, God is good. Yes, Lord, we worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you, God. Let us go into our Bibles, into the Book of Matthew, chapter twenty-four, verses thirty-four through thirty-nine. Matthew chapter twenty-four. Verse 34 through 39, amen? Today we get to the four signs of the end times, amen? I'm going to rename that title, it's the four signs of the end time culture behavior, better said, amen? So God has given us a preview and a glimpse of what's to come. And He's going to display that by showing us and revealing that through His Word. Amen. Matthew chapter 24, verses 34 through 39, and we read. Matthew chapter 24, verse 34 through 39, and we read. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will by no means pass away. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the... They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood and all away, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. Give God a round of applause for that word. Dear Lord, we thank you for your precious word, God. We ask you to give us the wisdom, knowledge, understanding to understand your word. Let your word be alive in us. Let us be doers of your word and not hearers of your word, oh God. And we thank you for a time such as this. Amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Wow. I honestly believe that we're running out of time. The days that we're living in are being accelerated. We're seeing the signs of the end. But many of us, unfortunately, are falling asleep. Not understanding yet, for a time such as this, God created us. Prophecy was never intended to bring fear upon you. Prophecy was intended to prepare you and not scare you. And many of us are scared. But we should be getting prepared for what's coming, for what's in the horizon. An acceleration of the end times that we're seeing. One of the things that we're going to see in the end times is the loss for morals, principles, and life. As we notice, many people today have lost decency in their language and their behaviors. The word B is a common word. The word M is a common word. And many of us are not paying attention that these are the signs that Jesus was talking about 2,000 years ago. And he said like the days of Noah were shall be the coming or the sign of the coming of the Son of Man, which is God. Many of us, to a certain degree, notice that we're living in the end times. But we don't consider our ways. We justify our ways. That is very dangerous. It is time for us to look and dig deep into our hearts and begin to live a life that is worthy to God, pleasing to God. A life of true repentance and not a life of ignorance ignoring that the day will come where God will call us accountable many of us are angry many of us are upset many of us are jealous many of us don't even care but one day one day you will give account don't take the words of God lightly don't take the warning lightly but take it as a moment to reflect and acknowledge that you need God because your ways are not His ways and the ways that we are leaving are not pleasing to Him and we cannot justify ourselves just because everybody else is doing it doesn't give us the right to do what everybody else is doing. Everything that was considered, that is considered wrong, will be justified in the end times. Like for example, drugs, lust, body mutilation, such as tattoos and sex changes. We are at a point of no return. Men can't even define who they are in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And if we could take it a little further, we can discover where we are today as we speak. The pandemic was the first warning sign for many believers. But they took it lightly. They couldn't wait for the vaccine rather than the miracle. They were hoping on a vaccine rather than a miracle. I don't need science to heal me. I need my healer to heal me. I want to depend on God rather than man. Because with God, there's no side effects. With man, there's side effects. Are you hearing me, church? God is not here to impress you. God is here to get you to a place of understanding. In the end times, we will see... The loss of uh, of morals. The loss of love for one another. And today I'm going to reveal to you the last sign of the culture behaviors of end times. The fourth sign is the perverse generation. That is the fourth sign. The first sign we talked about many weeks ago. Was that many will be offended. The second sign was false prophets and false teachers. The third sign, lovers of themselves. We're seeing it throughout social media. How people love themselves self. 30 pictures of yourself posted in one day. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you can grab your iPhone and look at yourself doing absolutely nothing to try to impress people that don't really care about you. While you're boasting and showing off and you are not telling me there's nothing wrong with you. And times. The word perverse is defined as... Deliberately behaving badly or inappropriate. Despite knowing the actions are likely to have bad consequences. This is a generation that knows right from wrong. But chooses to do wrong. Jesus says that in the end times. The coming generation will be like the generation of Moses. I mean of Noah, excuse me. And many of us have not. Digged in deep to understand what was Noah facing in his generation. According to the book of Genesis chapter 6. In the days of Noah, there was a lot of wickedness. A lot of corruption. People were twisted in their ways. They knew of God. They heard of God. But they didn't want God. Like today, we don't want change. We demand what we ain't giving. We consume more than what we produce. But we get upset with the results. This is a generation of no point of no return. Right now, God is sounding the alarm. The only reason why you're so annoying about my voice is because the demons are so attached to you that you yourself today have not yet understand that you are to rebuke that and move forward to what God has called you and accept what is good for you rather than what you think is good for you at the moment. So if I'm irritating you, I don't want to apologize for the word of God. And I'm not going to apologize for the word of God because the word of God is all truth and the word of God is edifying to everyone and anything that hears it and accepts this for what it is. Are you hearing me church? Let us go to Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, and let's see what Jesus was forecasting. While he was speaking to his disciples, he was making them aware of what to see, what was in the horizon, and what will be the signs of his coming. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man were great on the earth and that every intent and every thought of their heart was only evil continuously. And verse 6, And the Lord was sorry he had made man on the earth and his heart was grieved. Everything you say, see today is perverse. You can't say a clean joke without someone thinking something perverse. We see it. It's all over. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. What once was wrong or bad is now good. Is now acceptable. Many people don't find nothing wrong with that. They look at me and they call me a square. They say, you have to be open. It's okay to smoke marijuana. It's okay to do drugs, Pastor Jose. It's okay to look at pornography. You know, you got to spice up your relationship. Not knowing that every time you give yourself to something that's a curse, what you're opening up is a portal. What you're opening up is a door. And you will never be satisfied. You will start here and end over here. You will start smoking drugs. And next thing you know, you will start injecting yourself. Next thing you know, you're watching porn. And now you're having an affair with people. the dangers of opening doors the dangers of entertaining things the Bible teaches us that in the days of Noah every thought that came to the mind of the people of that time was evil was continuously evil America is consumed and fascinated with the occult. Everywhere you go, people are involved in magic, Wicca, warlocks, witches, Harry Potter, all of these portals. Oh, that's nothing, that's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with dragons, there's nothing wrong with this. It will not become a reality when your sons and daughters wake up in the middle of the night saying that i'm having an experience with something that is troubling my sleep then you will wake up some of the things that we allow our children to watch on tv are are you hearing me church and we that have the power we that have the dominion we that are called by god with authority do not want to confront this because we are afraid of the reaction. Let me tell you something. I'd rather be annoying. I'd rather be a person of righteousness that I could stand before God and said that I led my family in a way of examples that He expected from me rather than what they wanted from me. Are you hearing me, church? We justify the behaviors without correcting them. We make excuses. And we leave everything up in the air. Waiting and hoping that one day things will change. Nothing will change until you take the initiative to be the change For the change. It begins with you. It starts with you. It's not what's going on in the White House. It's what's going on in your house. You're responsible for your house. You're responsible for your house. Everything that God has given to you. You have the you have the authority. You have heaven backing you up. But we choose not to because we're afraid. We're afraid. We're living in a generation today that considers entertaining programs and shows that have absolutely no edification whatsoever. We celebrate honey, disgusting boo-boo. They're on TV because of ratings. 90 Day Fiance, I don't know you, but I want to marry you. I don't know you, but I want to marry you. It looks good from the outside, but go in the inside and open up the closet and see what's in the closet. Are are you hearing what I'm saying? I know it looks good from the outside, but bust the door and go inside and see what's inside. Are you hearing me, church? And all of this stuff is being poured in our faces, in our faces constantly. I was looking at the news the other day, and they were talking about the mega drought that's going on in six states in the southwest. And in California, they're, they're looking at ways how they can recycle wastewater. The people were upset. They said, that, that sounds Disgusting we're going to be drinking the water that we flushed down the toilet and the first thing that came to my mind was like y'all think y'all all all that it's about time y'all start drinking y'all own (laughs) it's about time you start drinking your own sometimes you need a taste of your own self to see how bitter and disgusting it tastes so that you can get a reality that you're not generation that says, I don't need God. I'm God. Okay. Okay. Solve the issues now. Solve them. I know they try trying to move up to space. You can't go up there and live up there. Because God didn't design it for men to go up there. So you could take your Tesla. You could take your, your attitude of Nimrod. The spirit of Nimrod. You can take it with you wherever you want. But God created the earth. And we are supposed to be on the earth. Not in the galaxy. Looking for a better place. Because outside of that. There is no better place. Are you hearing me church? Perverse. We want more. We want more. We want bigger lips. We want bigger hips. For what? 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 If that makes you a better person, okay. Amen. But you know what? It's going to cost you more. And you're still not going to be happy. Because if you don't know who you are, if you don't have an identity, if you don't have a relationship with God, all of your thoughts will be perverse. I don't need a nice car to feel nice. Are you hearing me? Be content with what God has given you. We perverse and wicked. We We want more. 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 When it's enough, enough. You being alive is a sign that God loves you. You being here today is a sign that God loves you. Many people couldn't say that today. Yesterday was their last day. God is giving you another day. It's time for you to make things right. Thank God for everything that you have. And thank Him for the things that you don't have. Because some of the things that you want to have can change you to a way that you will never come back to your original way. So keep it devil because I don't need it. A perverse, wicked, twisted generation is the fourth sign of the end times. And this is going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse when little boys that play with boys get up one morning and say, I don't want to be a boy. I want to be a girl. It will never become a reality to you until it hits home. Are you hearing me? The things that you hate one day, you're going to learn how to tolerate. Are you hearing me, church? Give God a round of applause. We're living in a time where spiritual and moral, it's coming to nothing. We're living in a generation of apathy that can care less for what God thinks. They're perverse in their ways, even in the mindsets and life choices that they make. In other words, common sense will not be common anymore. You see, when we were growing up, we used to have fingerprints we don't no more. Because we used to test things with our finger. Remember, Sister Janet? We used to test the iron. (laughs) (laughs) we test things before we try them we used to dip our fingers in everything the generation of today don't even test nothing they just take it for what it is are we so gullible are we so naive Uh, the apostle Paul said you foolish Galatians who has bewitched you who has tricked you Find out what's acceptable to the Lord and not what is right in your own eyes. Not everything that you think is right in your eyes is right. That's why God gave me a wife. She has my back. She's the second set of pair of eyes that I need. And she tells me things. And I listen. And she has saved me. From making mistakes that would have cost me a lot. So thank God for the extra set of eyes. I know you get annoyed with me, but I love you. That's why I'm telling you the truth. A real friend will tell you the truth. Someone that's not for you, they're not going to tell you the truth. They're going to, they're going to, everything you do. Everything you go, oh, yeah, it's good. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. You're right. You're right. Why? Because you have given them a place that doesn't belong to them. That place belongs to God. And when you remove God out of your life, you become a puppet to someone else. Wow. We're living in a generation where feelings override facts. We fall in love with everything and anything. Listen, look at the commercials. Look at the way they advertise life to you. Drink this pill and you lose 30 pounds. For real? What kind of pill is that? We don't want to put in the work. The last days end time generation is going to be lazy. They don't have no apathy. It is a burden for them. I witnessed it the other day that I thought I was gonna catch myself a case. They sitting in front of the TV eating Cheerios. And then the mom has the nerves to take the plate of Cheerios back to the sink and wash it, rather than to take the plate and hit them over the head. (laughs) You see how lazy and gullible this generation is and we tolerate it? Oh, I'm tired. What you been doing all day? Nothing? TikTok? Oh, tick tocking? Okay. Now there's a TikTok tock in tock 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 me, and I'm gonna kaboom bob bob you because I don't have where there's no accountability, there's a liability. Our kids. of what you show them at home, they will take to their life. They might not apply it all at one moment, but let me tell you, if I was to talk to you right now, one-on-one and ask you how your mom and your dad was, I can honestly guarantee that some of the things that you are today resemble the things that they taught you. If we don't spend time with God, how are we going to figure this thing out? We want more of God, but we want to spend less time with Him. We want to withdraw from heaven without making any deposits. You say, Pastor, I I, I don't see myself preaching like you. Uh, reality check, you ain't me and I'm not you. Embrace your unique way. Trust me. Amen. Why God uses you that way? Because I have given up a lot of my personal time to give it to God. Getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to look for his presence. Not for Dunkin' Donuts. For his presence. And it goes like that slogan that they say America runs on Dunkin'. No, Dunkin runs America. Are you hearing me, church? You could blame your pastors, you could blame your leaders, you could blame society, you could blame the the, the, the color of your skin, you could blame whatever. At the end of the day, you are a subtotal of you. No one's going to lie to you more than you. So if you are a a subtotal of you, then you should be dealt with in the throne room. Many of us say, Pastor, I'm too old. Uh, I don't have the time. Let me tell you something. When God called Noah, Noah was 500 years old. And you know what happened when he was 500 years old? He had three sons AJ, none but a number. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And God gave him a message. God says, I'm going to destroy the earth. I want you to build an ark. You know how long it took him to build that ark? 120 years. You know what was the message for 120 years? Repent, there's a flood coming. Repent, there's a flood coming. These people were so annoyed by Noah. Not only he was preaching the message, he was showing them the message. You see, we come to church and we want to dictate what God should tell us. We don't want to hear what pertains to us. We just want to hear what entertains us. And and that's wrong. That's a wrong mindset or a wrong view of God. Because if you're in it for the benefits, then this is not going to work. Because God is looking for a relationship. God is not looking for a one-night stand. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know it sounds rough. I know it sounds cruel, but it's all reality. So he's preaching this message for 120 years. There's a flood coming. There's a flood coming. Repent, 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 repent. And the people mocked him and ignored him. You know what they were doing? They were going out clubbing. Oh yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. They were barbecuing. They were chilling. They were smoking. They were doing all kinds of things. Because if God, Jesus, told us in Matthew chapter 24 that His return will be like the days of Noah, then what was different with that generation than this generation? What was the difference? There was no difference. Amen? There's nothing new under the sun. These people were so far gone that that not even sleeping with each other was satisfy them. Now they were sleeping with animals. Read your Bible. And now they wanted to sleep with angels. You meet people like this, strange people, bizarre people, taboo people, and you hear about them all the time. My wife loves to watch 2020 investigation. And sometimes when you hear some of those cases, you're like, they for real? Is that even possible? You'd be surprised. How things can become so possible in your life when you get away from God. That you'll start doing some crazy things that you yourself are so far gone that you're out of touch. It's like a callus. You're numb. You're numb. You're numb. You're numb. You're numb. When I was growing up, dare any young lady wear a skirt without pants under it or shorts? Or let you make gestures? Sexual gestures, without you, you gain a beat-down. Nowadays, they promote this on social media, and no one's saying nothing. Young girls prostituting themselves, not in a physical form, but in a spiritual form. Showing what belongs to them and their future husband to the public. Let me tell you something, whatever you put on social media, you're never going to get back. So be careful what you're uploading and downloading, because it's going to come back to haunt you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This generation was so far from God. They, they, they didn't care about anything. Okay? Now in today's generation, 2021, well, we have a generation that don't care about changing their behavior. They care more about changing the rules to justify their behaviors. Instead of addressing their behaviors, they justify it. Well, that's okay. Let them smoke. Let them smoke. This electric cigarette that came out a few years ago, all these kids were vaping, right? Cost the life of young men, 20 years old. They died. They was releasing some kind of chemical into their lungs. Now they're shutting it down. They're suing this company. Let me tell you something. If God wanted you to smoke, he would have put a big old chimney right on that big forehead of yours so the smoke If God intended that. But no, pastor, I don't want to hear that. You don't understand. I'm stressed out. I'm depressed. Get Jesus in your life. Get Jesus in your life. Put Jesus in. He will fulfill you. He will fulfill every need, every desire according to his will. Not his, not your will. Your will is not God's will. Understand that I battled with that for many years until I came to a place of surrendering. When I surrender, I began to live life in its fullness and wholeness. I thank God for everything that I have and everything that's coming my way. Years ago, I didn't see it that way. We are a generation that needs to turn back to God. It is time for us to wake up. It is time for us to wake up. In Genesis chapter 6, Seth tells us very clearly that Noah was a righteous man. But let's look at Chapter 7, Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. And when you have it, say amen. Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. And it reads. Then the Lord said to Moses, I mean to Noah, God bless you, Moses. I don't know why I keep mentioning your name. Or God bless you if you're Moses. If your name is Moses. Maybe God is trying to get your attention. Then the Lord said to Noah. Come into the ark, you and all of your household. Because I have seen you and you are righteous before me and this generation. You are righteous before me and what generation? Why do we make excuses? Let's be righteous. Just because people are cheating doesn't give you the right to cheat. Just because people are lying doesn't give you the right to lie. Just because people are tattooing their face doesn't give you the right to tattoo your face. That's right. Just because you feel some type of way doesn't give you the right. And let me give you layman's terms so that you can understand me better. Just because you are feeling salty doesn't give you the right to be salty. In other words, offended. You need to come to an understanding that the clock is ticking. You don't have enough time or energy. God will call you accountable. Not your wife, not your children, but you as the head of the household. So there's no excuse. Pastor, I don't want to hear it. I am so depressed. You are a sum total of you. If you listen to depressing news all day, you will be depressed. You are an addict of your own environment. If you change your environment, you will become what you desire to become. You think people call me what drama and gossip? You crazy. My number gets blocked. You have to have an understanding that your time is valuable and life is short. Oh, you don't believe me? Nine years from now, I'll be 50 years old. Yes, 50 years old. I know I still look good. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is that people think that life is always going to be there. They take it for granted. They take it lightly. As you're wasting time, others are capitalizing. Others are making the most out of time. You have to get a hold of your time. I don't give my time away just to anyone. I can't afford to anymore. My time is valuable. Why? Because I have an identity. When you have an identity, you just don't give your time away. Oh, we're gonna hang out and do what? Follow me on social media. Where are you going? Follow you for what? Where are you taking me? Oh no, just like my page. Like you for what? Because if I like you and I know that you're wrong, I'm approving of your behavior. I'm not going to give you a thumbs up. I'm going to give you two thumbs down. Because I love you. It is very important. We consume a lot of TV time. The average household consumes over 40 hours of TV time. That's why the brass ain't cut. The average gamer spends 25 hours a week playing video games minimum. That's why the laundry ain't done. That's why... The oil hasn't been changed in the car. That's why the car hasn't been vacuumed. That's why the nails haven't been clipped. That's why the hair hasn't been dyed. That's why the kid hasn't been taken to school because we're doing this. We're playing and giving away precious time. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you do it in moderation. You can watch TV in moderation. If you get to my age, you'll realize that half of the things that they show you on TV is just a fantasy. It's just fantasy, just to entertain you. There are many things that can edify you. But 70% of the things that are being bombarded in our minds are things to destroy us. Come here and get this juicy burger for a dollar. If you continue to eat that juicy burger for a dollar, you're going to climb up your arteries. And then you're going to blame the devil. Oh, the devil attacked me. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Perverse, wicked generation. Now, pastor, you can't talk the way you're talking. Yes, I can. The Bible teaches me that when you judge, do it righteously. And the only way that someone can judge is based on the word of God. So if it's there, I have a right. I have a right to call it for what it is. The reason why people run over you is because you don't know the Bible. You don't know where you're going. They don't know where they're going. And they're making you look like you're crazy because they're crazy. But bring them the word of God. God is not to be mocked. Pastor, what do you mean by that? By your excuses. You don't know how they treated me. Jesus was crucified. The Bible said there was no sin found in him. They sped on him. They lied on him. They whipped Him. They crucified Him. Are you hearing me? Are you mad because someone cut you off in traffic? Look at the person next to you and say, Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. When people bypass me, God bless you. When people cut me, God bless you. You know, we used to watch Looney Tunes when we were kids. And my favorite one was the roadrunner. The roadrunner always had the coyote thinking that he had him. But no matter how many tribes the coyote tried to put, the roadrunner wouldn't fall for him. He will look, do his thing, and then make a sound. And keep going, keep going, and keep going. Sometimes we got to make that sound. I look at my enemies and I'm like, I'm out. But I'll make sure that I say it after I'm out. (laughs) I don't want to announce myself. Are you hearing me, church? God is good. How many of you are enjoying yourself today? Amen. God is good. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 11, let's look a little further deep into the time of Noah. It, it says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 11, the earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Understand this. There is nothing that escapes God's eyes. God cannot be mocked. You could point the fingers at people that have done you wrong, but God is also looking at the things that you've done wrong. The Bible says very clearly that if you want God to fight in your behalf, the first thing that he's going to do is check you first. In order for you to be found blameless in the midst of God, you got to make sure that everything in your life is straight. You can't be lying on people. And then I, I think that God is going to come and judge those people. No, God going to judge you first for lying. For lying. So be careful who you criticize. Because you could be criticizing the real you. You just don't know who you are. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is good. The attitude towards God will be a corrupted attitude. But God is still giving us time. You know how many people woke up this morning saying that they were going to go to church? But last night they were clubbing. And, And God is giving them time. Yeah, they were at the club. Dancing Ricky Martin, Living La Vida Loca. They woke up this morning, they broke. Their credit cards is maxed out. You know, because when you have one drink, you got to have another. And before you know it, everybody's having a drink with you. Guilty. All my friends used to come around when I had beer. The moment I didn't have no beer, deuces. Ain't it funny how they call you for a cigarette? But they don't call you to see how you're doing. But they got the nerves to actually call you for a cigarette smoker. Oh, thank God. God freed me. I would have caught a case by now. But this is the times that we're living in. Amen? Amen? We consume more than what we produce. So everything everything is showing us right now as we're speaking, right now as we're living, that things are heading straight down. We, we talk about this pandemic changing a lot of things. But in all reality, before the pandemic, things were changing. We were just numb to it. We were just not paying attention. Because we in everybody else's business, except our own business. But we blame everybody for our business. But we should be in our business before we get in other people's business. Pay attention, church. Everybody's talking. Everybody was talking before the pandemic, but only a few were listening. And many of us need to listen, listen. Linda, 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 listen, Linda. Linda, Linda, listen. Listen, Linda. Are you hearing me? When you listen, you discover... Half of the things that were orchestrated against you can be revealed right in front of you if you just stop talking. Give people some time. They start talking. Remember when we used to get drunk? Our friends used to tell us the truth when they were drunk. And then the next day they used to tell us that wasn't the truth. It was their emotion. They were just feeling some type of way. Now, who was drunk? You or them? Amen. Listen. God is good. Remember them days? Long time ago. For me, it's been over 20. Amen? Wow. We're living in a time right now where the church wants to hear a message of hope rather than a message of repentance. If you want to hear the popcorn gospel, go to the popcorn church. They're going to pop you all day long, giving you false hope. But not giving you a true message of God. Because a true message of God will make you repent. A true message of God will make you look at yourself and say, You know, I got to get this right. Because I know I ain't living right. Now let me tell you something. You might be playing the elf fool. You might be having a blind eye. But in all reality, if we're not careful, one day we're going to slip up. And when we slip up, I was listening to this lady the other day, Judge Judy. Was it Judge Judy or Judge Million? I can't remember. One of them. One of the judges. Of the judges. <laughs> Check out this case. There was a case of this woman uh, accusing this other woman of invading her apartment that she was renting from her. The lady who was being accused of that was in denial. She said, you don't have no proof. She said, yes, I do. Here's a camera footage. It showed the lady walking in her apartment, eating her cereal, washing her clothes. And in some occasions, she was walking around naked. When the judge said, can you explain this to me? The lady said, well, I was hot that day, so I needed to take off my clothes. I was hungry, so I needed to eat. She, It was like she was out of touch with reality. She was justifying her behavior, even though she got caught in camera. No, no. I was like, "Yo, Pastor Millie, thank God for the new cable box. You can pause and rewind. That's right. You know, because I grew up in the one where you have to send the kids to go to the TV and clap, <laughs> clap. You, you, you know, or then we upgraded. We had the box, and you had to get up and hit the B and hit. Like y'all remember about that. that? That's where I grew up during that time. You know, we had to fix the that. The antenna the, the wasn't really an antenna. It, it was a close hanger. open that time, or, or if we got creative, we got a splitter, and we ran it up, and we took someone else's, and myself incriminating myself, but that was back then, God forgive me, right, and, and we stole someone's cable, and we watched cable, <laughs> those other times, but now today, we can rewind, we can pause, and, and we were watching this, and I'm like, yo, Pastor, Miller, minute, look at this woman, she's naked, walking around this lady's house, and she's still justifying her behavior. She had the nerves to go into the lady's medicine cabinet and throw away her medication. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. And the lady was completely numb. She was like, no, you know, I did that because of this. She should be thankful that I threw away that medication for her. She should be thankful that I'm washing my clothes in her house. I was like, for real? Yo, I was like, y'all, this, this this is not real, right, Pastor Millie? Because if it would have been me and you, we would have done something and we would have had to step down from pastoring. Come to my house and wash yourself in my tub and then justify that you left some residue in my house. Oh, no. We're in the end times. We're in the end times. How you going to go in somebody's refrigerator? And not even serve yourself a drink in a glass, but drink from the bottle and put it back. That's what she was doing. And she said, well, I couldn't find a cup. Oh, my God, you shouldn't have been there to begin with. Perverse. 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 But we come here and we get corrected. We get confronted. We we get encountered. We, we, we are loved. This is real love. When somebody could look at you straight in your face and tell you, I love you so much that I want you to change the way that you are because I know there's a better you. That's real love. Rather than me preach a message, oh, God loves you. Continue to come to church. Be good to your neighbors. Don't go over there. You know, it's okay. The devil, he doesn't really come. The devil comes to destroy. The Bible says the devil comes to destroy. He comes to seek and devour, to find who is sleeping, who is wondering, who has not seen the times that we're living in. The greatest lie that the devil turned the earth is that he didn't exist. Because if your enemy doesn't exist, then why do you have to fight? What a lie. What a lie. A few weeks ago, I was having a conversation and once again, I thank my wife for being my second set of eyes. And my heart has always been to bless everyone in the church. But she brought up to my attention, not everybody wants it the way that you want it for them. Stop it. Stop blessing people that don't want it. You're doing them a disservice. You're hoping and believing that they're going to change just because you love them. No, let them fail. Let them fall from time to time. Let their knees get scuffed. Let let a little bleeding take place because sometimes when you fall, you appreciate the comeback even more. Everything given to you and you don't have to fight for it. Why do you think people take your car and do whatever they want? Because they they didn't pay for it. Isn't it funny how you let people borrow stuff? Then you ask them politely for your stuff. They get mad. It don't come back the same way you gave it to them. Then they justify, well, you know, next time I'll go use some, well, take some ownership. Take some ownership. But when you are completely out of touch with reality, with God and everything else, you will believe your own lies. You will be sitting and still lying and believing that you're doing right. In God's eyes. God can see more than Google. Google keeps an account. Oh yeah. But God keeps a bigger account. But the beauty about God is that he's willing to forgive that account. And not remember it no more. It's better to surrender to God than to surrender to men. Because men will not have mercy and justice on you. They will leave you to hang for dry. How many celebrities have fallen? You see no mercy. No mercy. They talk about everything they did bad, but they don't talk about the good. But don't you think at one point or another God was calling their attention? You better stop what you're doing because you're going to slip. You better stop what you're doing because you're going to slip. You better stop what you're doing while you're going to slip. And you kept doing it. You kept doing it. God sees what you're doing in your computer. God sees what you're watching in your phone. I know you're in the parking lot. Nobody's seeing you. But God is seeing that the images and the pornography and the things that you're watching, that you're not supposed to be watching. And you're justifying yourself because you're saying, well, you know, I got to get it somehow. Let me tell you something. you still wrong. you still wrong. you still wrong. And God's going to deal with you. Just because me and my wife ain't talking doesn't give me the right to get up from the house and start cheating on her? Well if I did that she'll kill me anyway, so I, I'm dead either way. Either way I'm dead. So let, let me not even go there. I always tell my every time my wife calls me, she calls me and she tells me, I gotta talk to you. I said I say to her about what? She's like, when you get home we need to talk. I said, Well my mother knows where I'm going after work. <laughs> She's like, ain't that serious. It ain't that serious. Okay, what happened? What's up with the grass? You want me to cook? You want me to wash clothes? What's up with you? She checks me. I love that. Because when somebody checks you, they're buying you time for you not to wreck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't take life for granted. You, you know, sometimes we take our wives. Our, 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 you know, the other day my mom called me, and, and I honestly waited for the call to, to for the phone to stop ringing so that I can keep the message in my phone just in case if that day comes where I don't get to hear her voice. I love my mother. But I learned something, call your parents from time to time. Honor thy father and thy mother so your days here on this earth will be long. It don't matter who's right or who's wrong. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But one day people are gonna be gone and you won't miss that you had the opportunity to talk to them. Don't become numb because of a situation, just because y'all had some beef at the cookout and things didn't go right, okay dismiss all that, what good is it? The burgers was gonna get burned anyways. You see, we stress out things that we shouldn't be stressing out. I, I I know when my mother's a little crispy, so I stay from a mile away. That's why I thank God for cell phones. And if I can't reach her through a cell phone, then we do smoke signals. We go way back. You know, when we were kids, we used to take this cancer spaghetti, and we used to put a, a poker a hole in it and put a string on it. These kids have the nerves to call pastor, especially my God kids. Pastor, can you buy me a Lego set? And I go and Google the Lego set. A hundred dollars? A hundred? You crazy? For some some toys that break? Man, when I was growing up, our imagination was everything. My friends used to come over and they said, oh, I can't wait to see your toy box. I was like, wait until you see my shoe box full of rocks. And a couple of marbles. You see, because if I didn't have enough marbles, we used to take rocks. We found substitution, not excuses. Are you hearing me, church? I close with this. God has given us time to make things right. No matter what's going on in your life, That's not an excuse. God loves you too much to leave you in that state of mind that you're in. God loves you too much that he doesn't want to leave you right where you are. He wants to lead you out. But you gotta want it. You gotta want it. God is looking for people who say, you know what God, I'm here. I, I messed up, but you know why I'm here. I, I want you in spirit and truth. I confess my sins. I want to be cleansed. I want to be healed. I want to be ready for the rapture. I don't want to be left behind. I know that my time here on this earth is short. And I know that there's a display in the skies that's showing that things are not getting any better. But God, I want to make things right. If that's you... Line yourself up for prayer. God bless you for those that are watching us through Facebook, YouTube, through social media. My name is Pastor Jose Martinez. Continue to follow us on our website, www.ResurrectionSpringfield.org. Or follow us on all social media platforms at TRC413. God bless you. Let us be on our feet if we're physically able. For those that need prayer... We have two of our leaders that are going to come up and lead you into prayer. Men on the the right side, women on the left. Don't leave this place without prayer. God is seeking people that are saying, I need to make things right. And he's not going to sit there and justify our behavior. So if you need prayer, you're more than welcome to...